0: Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Today on Drawing Near, Luke gives us some details concerning the ministry of Jesus that may seem minor, but they are not. Let's open our Bibles to Luke chapter 9 as we study a threat and a welcome, and as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Father in heaven, we give thanks to you for the opportunity to study your word, to have our hearts and our minds pierced with the truth of your word. Your word is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. Father, we are naked and exposed before the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. With this in mind, Father, we pray that you would help us to understand and to grow concerning your truth, your word, and your Son, that your Holy Spirit would work in us mightily to help guide us into sanctification, into maturity in the faith. Father, open our eyes now to your truth. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. I encourage you to open your Bibles to Luke chapter 9 as we begin reading verse 7 and following. Now, Herod, the tetrarch, heard of all that was happening, and he was greatly perplexed, because it was said by some that John had risen from the dead, and by some that Elijah had appeared, and by others that one of the prophets of old had risen again. Herod said, I myself had John beheaded, but who is this man about whom I hear such things? And he kept trying to see him. If you've been following along with our study, And you know that Jesus has prepared his disciples to go out and cast out demons and heal and proclaim the kingdom of God. And now he has sent them on their way. And while they're going throughout the villages preaching the gospel and healing everywhere, we are not told what Jesus is doing while they are traveling. What we are told in Luke's gospel is that Herod, the Tetrarch, the king, he had heard all that Jesus was doing. He knew of the crowds and the healings and the disciples, and he was greatly perplexed. And the reason why he was confused or perplexed was because there was confusion over who Jesus was. Evidently, people weren't really talking about this being Jesus because of the mighty works he did, the casting out of demons, the raising of the dead. People assumed that this was not just a man but rather it was somebody who had already come back from the dead. John the Baptist, or Elijah, or one of the prophets of old, had risen again, and this perplexed Herod. Herod knew in his heart, verse 9 tells us, that he had already beheaded John, and he wanted to know who is this man, who is this person, who is doing all of these things that he was hearing about. And we are told at the end of verse 9, he kept trying to see him. Now think about that for a second. Here is probably the most powerful man in Israel. He is perplexed. He's hearing noise about all of these things, and he wants to see Jesus. You would think it would be simple enough just to send out soldiers or a guard and take custody of Jesus and bring him in. But God, in his sovereignty and providence, was guiding Jesus' ministry, and Herod was unable to see Jesus. He was unable to have Jesus come into his presence, so he remains perplexed and confused, and he keeps hearing these contradictory things. All of this is going on, if we follow the context of Luke, while Jesus is doing his ministry, sending out his disciples, and them coming back to him. Jesus had enemies among the Pharisees and the Sadducees, among the rulers such as Herod. Jesus had enemies and his enemies primarily were the result of his preaching and his teaching and his popularity, and it drew a lot of attention. In verse 10, though, we read the following words, When the apostles returned, they gave an account to him of all they had done. Taking them with him, he withdrew by himself to a city called Bethsaida. Now, I don't know if you notice it, but in verse 10, the disciples were sent out but the apostles returned. An apostle is someone who has been sent. That's what the word apostle means, a sent one. And so these disciples were prepared and sent out, and now those who had been sent, the apostles, returned. And they gave an account to Jesus of all that had done. Matthew records more information about this, but they told everything that had happened. And so Jesus gathered them together, took them with him, and they withdrew from the crowds. They went off by themselves to talk among themselves probably about what was done, and Jesus giving more instruction about what they would do, explaining all the things that had happened. It was a time to come back and debrief. And he withdrew by himself with his disciples to a city called Bethsaida. But in verse 11, we're told, But the crowds were aware of this and followed him. (laughs) The crowds seemed to always know where Jesus was. And the crowds wanted to be around Jesus, probably because they had needs. But the crowds were aware and they followed him to Bethsaida. And notice what it says in the middle of verse 11. And welcoming them, he began speaking to them about the kingdom of God and curing those who had need of healing. Jesus didn't get irritated or frustrated. He didn't withdraw further, but rather these crowds who pursued him, he welcomed them. He had tried to get off with his disciples by himself, but the crowds followed him and he welcomed them. Jesus knew that his ministry was about the people. He represented God the Father, he proclaimed the kingdom of God, and the people were his point. They were the audience. They were those who were to receive this message. So he didn't push them away. He rather welcomed them. And he began speaking to them about the kingdom of God and curing those who had need of healing. He began doing with these crowds at Bethsaida the very same thing he had sent his apostles out to do. Jesus didn't do one ministry, and then when he sent out his disciples, they did another. Jesus did a ministry. They witnessed all that he taught, All that he did, then Jesus empowers them, prepares them, and sends them out, and they do the same things. Why would I want to mention that? Because we, as followers of Jesus Christ, are to do the things that Jesus did. We are to live holy, godly, like Jesus. We're to hear his words, embrace his words, and live out those words. And we are to proclaim the gospel and the coming kingdom of God to those around us. We are to be so infused, so filled with the message and person of Jesus Christ that what we've seen and heard, as First John says, we declare, we show to other people. Jesus expected his disciples to come along and to learn from him and then go out and teach others. He expects the same of us. And so these crowds came. We see Herod perplexed trying to see him, and the crowds were able to see him. Jesus obviously didn't want an audience with Herod, or he'd have had one, but the crowds he welcomed. What an interesting, intriguing thing that we see here. I pray that we would recognize that God has a plan and a purpose in our lives today. Though we are 2,000 years after Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, and ascension into heaven, We have his word. We have his teaching. We have God's truth before us in his Bible. And we can read and study and grow and proclaim the same kingdom of God to those around us. And we need to. Father in heaven, I thank you for your word. And I thank you for all that you do in our lives, preparing and equipping us to be the body of Christ. I thank you for our head, the one who guides us in Jesus Christ. I thank you for your Holy Spirit who indwells us and empowers us. Help us to understand that we have all things that are necessary for life and godliness in Christ Jesus. And we have the message of Christ that we can declare to give hope and life to a world who is dying and needing Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. Give us this burden, this longing, this desire. And then, Father, give us the boldness that we may obey. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and he will draw near to us.